Hello everyone, welcome to Sec Tools podcast by Infosy Campus. I'm your host of the show Sanup Thomas. This is episode number 51. We have a guest today, Dimitrios, uh, author of Medusa and also a security researcher at Microsoft. Dimitrios, welcome to the show. Hi everyone. Thank you. Thank you for coming here. It's a pleasure to talk about Microsoft and to meet you of course and to talk to your uh, audience. Great. Um so Dimitrios I think the first thing I would like to actually ask is um uh what was infosec journey to you like where did you start from um because I see your portfolio had like different skill sets um you you work on like exploitations um uh, mobile um you know um uh, uh, different varieties of skills in in within um cybersecurity right um and Um I would like to know about your background um what have you studied and like how infosec happened to you mm-hmm. Okay All right so yeah I started quite long time ago it was about 2002 my first uh, let's say uh what what was the first amazing thing that I noticed uh, not that put me into this uh, let's say journey was um a team a reverse engineering team uh, back in Greece uh we were they were called the uh, mask at this time it was a very reverse engineering group so they had a, a very nice challenge and they were saying guys whoever wants to join first has to solve this challenge so i solved this challenge and uh this is how my let's say trip my journey started there so i started back in 2002 at that point i was doing more uh, some uh, network security for about i was working in a company there for about 10 years let's say then uh, i moved into developing i was doing the web i was doing a lot of stuff anyway in uh, when it comes to developing and uh, let's say something like the last 5 uh, to 6 years i thought that it, you know i joined i focus only on the security I was a pen tester uh, back in Greece in 2017 for about two years. Then uh, I moved into a project which we were doing Android Android malware reviews. I was actually leading a team there, which we were doing this. Uh, this we were I, I was leading this project. And we were doing malware reviews, and the last uh, let's say something like two years now, I'm um, a security researcher at Microsoft again, focusing on mobile. So this is let's say in short what I have been doing for the last uh, almost 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean um it's interesting because you referred to like um you, you were you were from Greece. Yeah. Ah yeah, I forgot to say yeah, I'm from Greece originally now but now for about four years I live in uh, Portugal, uh Lisbon, so nice. yeah, I moved. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh okay no wonder why Medusa uh you named the tool as Medusa because I was actually like the first yeah. thing when I when I heard about the term Medusa uh you know the first view of uh, or, or the imagination that I had was like Clash of Titans right <laughs> I don't know if the audience can relate to it like Clash of Titans was my introduction to Medusa the yeah. uh super interesting fictional character or I don't know like yeah fictional character from Greek uh mythology um yeah exactly and exactly. Uh, the way the climax is like super dramatic and because you can't look at medusa because you turn into a stone and then use the reflection to like kill it and um 
I've seen a lot of people actually use Greek mythologies to, you know, code uh, or or name uh, infosec tools, which is interesting. But you are actually from Greece, so you can tell the yeah. st- there there must be some story definitely why you picked Medusa for the tool. Well, I, I, yeah, actually the the like you said uh, the name comes comes from Greek mythology, Medusa which was, you know, uh, when just looking to someone uh, was frozen. <laughs> So um the idea became you know it was mostly due to the fact that this tool started with uh, for a uh, malware research right so we were doing malware research and you know it was something like okay so uh, it's like uh, looking at the malware and you freeze it you just get an idea of how it works and all this kind of stuff so this this was more i mean it was and it was impressive to be honest because In Greece we have uh, you know a lot of uh, a rich mythology we have a rich history so yeah that's uh, that's the whole idea nice nothing nice. <laughs> too too deep let's say mm-hmm. but um, i mean uh, i don't know do, do you know why infosec like a lot of infosec tools use greek mythologies to name them uh, is there any story behind it like why infosec is so connected to either it is greek mythologies or japanese anime i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I guess, uh, like I said, because it's very interesting. I don't know. It's something mm-hmm. like we we have one of the let's say oldest, most ancient uh, histories. I mean, so I guess uh, it should be that. Nice. I mean, it's interesting if you go through the through our uh, ancient mythology and all this kind of stuff with gods, all these these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is very interesting to explore. I guess so. Definitely. You can connect them. Definitely. Yeah. Um and um so coming to Medusa right um I noticed you released it in uh 2022 December so it's completing uh oh. one year yeah. or yeah close, like just just over one year right um and so uh, when I looked at your GitHub uh, repositories a lot of codes a lot of projects were like you know scripts and snippets and all those like um i don't know like th- things that you probably will use on daily task and you know things that you thought it might mm-hmm. be easy to share then i saw medusa which is a full fledged project started in year back got like mm-hmm. um uh, regular updates and uh, up to uh, i mean up to date it is what uh, version 2.0 right so Two. Uh, yeah Yeah, the latest one. Yeah. Latest one. And with like different like proper documentations, proper feature list and uh different different types of analysis and and te- techniques mm-hmm. that that you implemented over the time. Walk me through the course of 2022 when you started Medusa projects and how was the journey? Yeah. Yeah. So, um when I was working the project that I told you about I, I can't give much info about it but uh, I was working on a project which I was doing a team which we were doing uh, malware reviews so we had a lot of workloads so we have to review a lot of uh, malware let's say in very short time and what's better let's say more uh, easy to determine when you have let's say you're doing a dynamic analysis you are catching malware doing the bad things you know at <laughs> uh um so that, i mean it's it was um let's say i was trying to help my team in order to make to make their job easier so that was the the whole thing so this tool was uh, you know uh gathering all these uh, scripts all these things all these api calls that malware is using in order to do this kind of things 
So uh, you can just run it. You can see what, what it was doing and, you know, just uh, finish with that. So, so that was the main idea to make it, to make, uh, to accelerate this process of malware review. That was the first, uh, let's say, uh, motive behind this, uh, this uh, project. Got it. Something that you build for your own work desk, uh, you made it uh, publicly accessible for the rest of the world. Uh, yeah. Solving similar problems. Yeah. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. 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 Um, and um, uh, what is your, so most of your code contributors are, are like an individual coder or you had a team to work towards it or you get public uh, uh, pull request and um, how, how it become matured over time. Uh, like within one, within one year, definitely it got matured and, and had def- like more user base. Uh, people are writing blog posts and, yeah. and uh, videos about it. So what was the growth? What was yeah. the secret to the growth? <laughs> yeah. So, so in the beginning it was something like more, I mean, um, what it was for me, something like, an, to be honest, it was something like a notebook. What I mean by that is uh, I was uh, learning something. I had to script it down because my, you know, I, I don't, uh, I, I can't say that I have a very strong memory. So what I was doing it was exactly that. I was, um, learning something, something new, I had to document it. So I was, you know, script it, so I have it. So the next time that I'm going to do that, I don't have to go through documentation, I don't have to go through reading, all this kind of stuff. So I just, you know, type a couple of commands and have it ready. So this is how it started. And I started personally, of course, adding uh, things. Then my team uh, from inside the project started add, added also uh, uh, their own uh, codes or uh, even this, you know, a simple idea, right? It would, uh, which, you know, uh, would give me the motive to implement this specific feature and all this kind of stuff. Then when it became public, of course, uh, I had a lot of people, you know, uh, can we do that or can we do this? I mean, you know, when, when something becomes public and you get all these ideas that, oh, that's, that's an amazing feature, why not? And uh, people show interest. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting a, a large amount of uh, pull requests on, GitHub, and uh, people are helping uh, with uh, the project, which is uh, which is amazing. It's very great uh, to, to see this thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, essentially, it is it is a framework based on Frida, and then you're trying to yeah. solve uh, malwares or basically doing binary analysis on mobile platforms like iOS and Android platforms. Um, yeah. I haven't used Frida for a very very long times, but I know back then uh, Frida used to have like like frequent releases and you know, the old scripts may not work. So you, you have to like know what the latest Frida is, is, do, is capable of and what you want to do with Frida. But on top of it, the more challenge is mobile platform itself. The framework is updating the, the manufacturers or the, or the, um, or the vendors yeah. are building new and new technologies to protect it. And malwares are using the same technologies to you know, safeguard themselves against um, let's say anti-reversing or obfuscation techniques and whatnot, uh, or take a simple example of jailbreaking. It's not very easy to do a jailbreaking for maybe an iOS latest OS unless mm-hmm. um, or, or SSL pinning uh, setups. What was your approach on um, keeping the same pace with all these uh, advancements? Yeah, so like you said, the base behind this thing is 
basically the same, right? So you have, uh, let's say, what we call modules when it comes to, uh, to Medusa, you can combine them, you can do whatever you want with them. So the main idea is that you have modules which you can update, you can add. So that's, uh, there's not some kind of a secret behind it. So you just follow up with, uh, with the changes, you add new, new modules, you, let's say, uh, hook new API calls or modifying your previous ones. So this is, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, let's say, I would say, unfortunately, that you have to follow up with all these, uh, you know, changes from time to time. Fortunately, uh, when it comes especially to Android, um, you know, there is, a, uh, let's say, backwards, always some kinds of backwards capability. So you don't see this, you, you will see some dramatic changes from uh, one version to another, but from the other side, when it comes to APIs, they, you know, these hooks, they still work. These uh, specific APIs that you, scripts that you have created so far, they are, they still work. So it's, uh, okay, let's say not, not that much of an effort there, but uh, you still have to follow up with uh, these changes when it comes to uh, operating systems. Now, when it comes to malware, that's a very interesting uh, approach because malware is always, um, you know, malware developers are always trying to find ways to create you know, to bypass new protection. But, I mean, they have, I have seen uh, recently so many creative uh, ways to uh, detect if an app is running in, in some kind of a VM or something. And, uh, you know, it's always uh, this game, like uh, they, are, they are doing something, you have to go with something else. So, I mean, uh, I, I love that, of course, this is my job. I'm uh, staying updated with um, with malware and, uh, you know, what the new techniques and all this kind of stuff. So you have to follow up, you have to see what's going on, you have to create something new and, uh, you know, create a new module and that that's it. So that's, that's the whole idea when it comes to, to malware. Um, I think from your experience in dealing with malwares with mobile platforms, what have you seen crazy uh, evasion techniques or detection techniques on? Uh, you, you can't imagine. I mean, they're, they're checking everything. I mean, they, what, uh, of course, if it's running on a VM, in order to check if it is an actual VM, they're checking battery level, they're checking if uh, it has, you know, if uh, the device is moving. They, they're checking so many things. It is, uh, I mean, sometimes you are getting, uh, you know, uh, impressed from uh, the, the creativity that they have. And when it comes to, let's say, uh, static analysis, bypass of static analysis technique, they have also great ideas. <laughs> I mean, but they're using reflection, they're using um, cryptography, they're using everything, everything that you can imagine in order to bypass, uh, uh, let's say, our protections when it comes to malware. But uh, as I said, I mean, okay, you, are, you have to follow up. It is. Uh, it was always like that, and it will be like that. So you have to follow up. You have to see what they are doing. You have to you know, just uh, give some kind of antidote to what what they have presented recently. But another thing that I want to uh, let's say communicate to the people that they are using Medusa. Medusa is not just for uh, malware analysis. It is also very an amazing tool when it comes to um, uh, let's say vulnerability research. So it has a, it has a great suite of uh, uh, API, let's say monitoring when it comes to intense communication between the apps. It helped me for the last I mean, something like, yeah, 
about a year, find an amazing amount of uh, vulnerabilities when it comes to Android apps. So it's not just, let's say, only for malware, but, and recently I saw a lot of people, they are using it for uh, uh, vulnerability, let's say, uh, analysis and to find bugs and all this kind of stuff. So it is also, uh, can be used for that. So it's a multi-tool, let's say. It's not just, just for malware. And and the, the interesting part I like is um, it's actually for both uh, Android and iOS. Uh, often, um, yeah, like, very no, recently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, very very recently. Yeah. Yeah, and and when you when you do these um, automations or or the the engineering of these tools uh, to accommodate both iOS and Android, um, like uh, what was what was the key factor or key dri- driving factor behind you know you let's use single tool to do both. Again, like I said, when you have a very good basis, like uh, I, I built a nice, let's say, uh, again, a nice basis, which you can just, um, the, the main idea behind this is to be able to combine uh, the various modules and hook, you know, at your will, whatever you want, right? So so that was the, because to, um, you know, of course, Frida, Frida is an amazing tool. It has a great, great, great power, but unfortunately, uh, you have somehow to to control this uh, this let's say great great to this course. So that that's exactly what Medusa is doing, right? So you just uh, instead of having all your scripts uh, thrown in various folders, oh, where I have the script right now? Where I have this? Uh, how I'm going to do that? And how I'm going to do this? So this is exactly what I was trying to do. You know, so I build a base where you can just mm-hmm. combine modules, you combine scripts, uh, control this uh, great tool, and um, with this base, now it's, I would say it's very easy to, to do that. I mean, you can just create modules for iOS, you can create modules for Android, you can then combine these modules between them. And like I said, do whatever you want. So that's, uh, that's uh, this is why now I would say it's much easier to, to follow up with both platforms and new versions and all this kind of stuff. So this is the basis which is very strong behind, behind this tool, yeah. Um, let me ask you this: Out of all the features in Medusa, let me ask from the other: Which one is your favorite? Which one is my favorite? I mean, uh, I don't know. So, uh, I will, uh, in, in daily basis, I'm using the you know some very very common. Uh, I mean, some uh, a set of modules, let's say. Um, so as I said before, there are many features that people they don't know yet. For example, I have uh, what I'm doing, how I'm using my, my tool, let's say. I'm just, you know, you can uh, start a session with Medusa. You can uh, put your modules there. You can create your own, uh, let's say, uh, on-the-fly scripts and stuff. And you can froze these uh, modules to some, uh, let's say, a session file. And uh, then you can... T- Continue your work from uh, from there. You can just reload this module. You can reload this uh, script that you had before, and you can just continue with that. So I wouldn't say I'm doing something like, oh, okay, <laughs> but I'm using it the way I think that most people are using it. But I'm using it more effectively from the point that um, you know, I when you know what you have been doing, what you have been programming, <laughs> it's more, it's better, you know, it's, uh, you're using it in the most effective way. I would say. So the, I, I mean, I wouldn't say they have something, uh, uh, let's say a favorite, let's say mm-hmm. feature of Medusa because, uh, 
it depends on the case, right? So let's say you have an app which is uh, using native code or stuff, so you have to use uh, the native hooks of Metos. And then you have an app which is uh, using something else, so you have to use, it's like I said, something like, uh, so it have, has so many features that you can use. But I wouldn't say that I have something which is, you know, all right, so this thing and I'm stuck there. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's something like a multi, yeah, yeah. Multi, multi thing, let's say. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, any inside stories about what's coming up in Medusa? Any internal research yeah. tips and hints that you can actually spill out? So, yeah. Uh, first of all, Med- uh, Medusa, uh, another thing that people don't know about Medusa, Medusa has a very amazing and amazing other, I say, uh, half, which is called Mango. Mango is uh, something like your local database. This is the way I'm, I usually work. I have Mango, I have Medusa. So Mango is something like you can import your file, your uh, APKs there, and you know you can have your local database of the malware or whatever you want. You can have your analysis there. And uh, the next step is uh, I'm going. I'm trying to um, modify or mo- no, not modify. I mean to add a feature where you will be able to. Uh, let's say deploy Medusa in some kind of a pipeline, so you don't have to interact with it. So you said I'm going to use, I'm going to have something like uh, five uh, modules which uh, are handling, let's say, Joker uh, malware, or they're trying to check. I mean, what's going on with, uh, uh, let's say, with the intents, monitor the intents and all this kind of stuff. So I, I, I gather all these. Um, Modules, I asked Medusa to, uh, you know, run the scripts for 60, let's say, seconds and give me the result. So I don't have to interact with it. This is a way, let's say, to add such a tool in some kind of a pipeline. So you have a pipeline where you want to uh, investigate if something's a malware or something's doing something bad. So you add it there, run all the scripts, you get the result, and you can, let's say, see what's going on. Right, so it's uh, that's that's the next the next step. Let's say. Nice. Nice. I, I mean, I hope uh, the the community will find more ways to integrate Medusa with maybe other tools or maybe the their internal workflow. Uh, that'll be interesting yeah. to see. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Nice. And working with different malwares uh, as a as a daily job for you or as a hobby for you. Um, what what do you have to say for people or a common user? Like, how can they protect from malicious yeah. users so this is a question that i'm sure that you must have got like a million yeah, times you know you know what before i started working with uh, my team in uh, you know malware research and stuff i was you know i, I said okay i mean who is going to try to do something with my phone or something else? so when i realized the volume of malware which is out there and uh, you can have it installed in your phone at any time without even uh, knowing about that then i said oh my god that's um uh, i mean that's uh, crazy right i mean something that you despite the fact that i was uh, already working in security and i you know i had this uh, awareness but uh, you you don't see it with your eyes you can't realize how how big it is so uh, my advice always is never, 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 I can't repeat it as many times as you want, install uh, apps from unknown sources. Never. 
right? You never gonna, you never know what you're going to get there. So uh, always, always, uh, and it's not some kind of an advertising here or something. Always install apps from Play Store. Play Store is always checking the apps. I mean, they, these guys are doing a great job. They are checking the um, the apps that, uh, I mean, of course, it makes sense that sometimes they're going to miss something. Okay, it's I mean, you, you probably saw that uh, many families make their ways to uh, Play Store and uh, finally get distributed from there, but they are doing a great job. They're uh, working on it. They are assigning a lot of resources there, so they do a good job. So this is the first thing, never install apps from um, uh, unknown sources. The second thing is even from a Play Store, don't try to install apps, which uh, let's say they are actually don't do something. For example, um, you have uh, uh, these cleaners. I, mean, I never understood what these cleaners are actually doing, right? It's so, so, so actually they're not doing anything, just, you know, uh, spamming and all this kind of stuff. So make, make sure that what you install in your device, you actually need it, right? It's not something that, okay, let's do that. Let's add this. There's always a catch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't uh, go and stop whatever you want. So this is uh, the main thing. And uh, the other thing, which um, again, people have to uh, understand, understand uh, don't approve permissions. When uh, an app is asking you about permissions, right? So be mindful about them. What I'm going to give access to my camera, I'm going to give access to my mic, to my mic or something. And the most important, don't give access to your accessibility service. When they ask for the accessibility service, uh, never, never. I mean, you have to fully trust an app in order to give access there. Because when you give such an access to an app, they can act actually in behalf of you, right? So this is a very strong, let's say, feature. When not feature, this powerful API there, which the app can use in order to act in behalf of the user. So never do that yeah that's my let's say main uh let's say, well, the top advice is when it comes to malware especially on android but when it comes to ios things are a little bit more uh, strict there uh from apple let's say you can't install from here and there whatever you want so i guess it's uh i would say a little bit uh, better there mm -hmm. but uh yeah you, like i said for a common user i don't think I mean, the main thing is install always uh, app, uh, software from a source that you actually trust. Never, never out of uh, stores and stuff. Yeah, that's, Got that's the main idea. Yeah, yeah, that's very valid. Uh, yeah. People still don't listen to it for some reason. We still see people yeah. getting scammed, and uh, and and the cost of it is probably going to be some. Yeah, you, you know, in the, in the past we had this, uh, you know, not uh, uh, the key. Gens, right? Mm -hmm. You were assigning your uh... yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, there, was, there was always a catch behind. I mean, you were assigning the kitchen, but then you were seeing some things which were happening in your uh, computer, which didn't make sense. So there is always a catch. You're no, never going to get something for uh, free without, you know. Um, so there, there, that's that's the main point. You have to be mindful with what what you install in your in your uh, especially your phone and stuff because you always have it with you. Someone might do something bad with it. 
and uh, it's not going to be <laughs> fun after this. Yeah. Very valid. Um and before we wind up, I think my last question to you is um what's your um maybe two sentences of advice to our audience who want to get into infosec in general or open source tool development or you know contributing to tools what do you have to say i think that i have that's so wide field right now i mean i don't know what with what to i mean the first thing is what exactly you want to do what you love to do something like uh wakes you up in the morning that's exactly what i'm doing so uh, it's something that you really love to do so i i don't think there is a specific advice there i mean you if you love i mean if you like uh, let's say mobile security like i love mobile security indeed it's something that uh, you're always going to find the right resources you're going to of course you you have a starting point where um, you have to learn the basics you have to follow up with uh, all these basic things and stuff but as you go then you're going to by your own to find all these resources that you need so the is i mean it's not something uh, uh, let's say special just follow exactly what you love to do and i think you're going to get there at some at some point because you know that i mean uh, infosec right now and uh, programming and everything it's huge i mean you, you don't know what exactly to there's no such i think like someone who knows let's say all the is aware of all the fields you have to to follow what exactly you like what exactly you love is either this reverse engineering web pen testing mobile testing or malware or whatever so follow that and i think that uh, you're going to get it at some point <laughs> sure yeah i mean it's not as difficult as back then um the informations are wide open on the internet um yeah. anyone can pick up any topics and be smart at it uh, the only thing is just be consistent on what you're learning yeah. or what you're perceiving i think that's that's pretty much it Thank you so much Dimitrios I think it was fun chatting to you and knowing more insights to uh, Medusa from the author himself Thank you so much Thank you thank you it was a pleasure thank you thank you very much Thanks everyone for listening we'll see you in the next one goodbye